Jesus. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Technology, man. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to buy you a new laptop. Actually, no. What we're going to do is we're going to get new. We're going to get sponsors. And the sponsors buy the laptop. Because we have 23 (laughs) listeners now. What? How did that happen? Hey, we're branching out, <laughs> and soon we're going to have, like like Mayhem says in the commercial, tens and tens of views, so so then maybe somebody will give us brand new, like, uber-fast laptops and stuff mm. to work maybe. off of. Maybe. That'd be nice. Maybe. That would be cool. Yeah. Even a free soft drink every now and then would be nice. <laughs> Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you catch up on all of your past episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. Make sure you engage with us on your social media, at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. Click on that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And pretty please, with sugar on top, if that place is Apple Podcasts, Give us that five-star review to appease the algorithm gods. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fired up today. Fired up. And we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. I want to change some shit that. around. What? Oh, I, I don't know why I screamed that. Fired up. I don't know. That was fired that. up. Fired well, up. Well, that, it's like in the in the movie The Crow. Fire it up. Fire it up. Okay. Nobody knows. If you saw The Crow back in 94, you know what I'm talking about. That would Any hoosie. You didn't see The Crow? I did not see The Crow. Oh, what a good movie. The sequels were terrible, but the first one was really good. Poor Brandon I have Lee. heard such a thing. Yeah. Well, the reason I want to change shit up, and, and, mm-hmm. and I've got three things to talk about, like, movie-wise later on. Okay. Including a movie... That I think should be at least in the consideration for best picture of the year. Oh. But I want to talk news first. News. News. So, remember our last show when you were like, so don't you already pay for news? <laughs> don't you? Well, I was just saying you didn't want to pay, but you kind of are. That's all I'm I'm sorry, saying. but who was right? Well, well, I. What do you mean? Who? I didn't say it was was gonna stick around forever. So don't be this right and wrong <laughs> bullshit. It's not like we were arguing over who was right or wrong. I know. Come on. I just, I, I just wanted to. You just want me to say you're right, even though well, there's well, about no CNN right or wrong Plus? here. About well, CNN Plus. Well, that was a Plus? bad idea anyway. I agreed with you. Well, I, I know. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> CNN Plus is dead, deader than Julius Caesar after a month. Less than a month. At mid-month, yeah. Yeah, wow. So, like, how long did it last? Like a week? Yeah, actually, yeah, a couple of weeks. Oh, jeez. But, but, it, but it, it goes to show you that that kind of highfalutin news, no one's going to pay for. Yeah, not no extra. One. No, nobody's going to pay extra. And if they've already cut the cord, they're not going to pay specifically to get that. I mean, I actually had a conversation with Laura about how much we pay already for shit. 
Right. Yeah. You know, and and yes, we get, you know, full disclosure, we get a tax write-off for it because we talk about it on the show. But at the same time, we still have to do the initial outlay every single month for our, for our services. I think the cheapest service I have right now is Paramount Plus at five bucks a month. Okay. And obviously the most expensive is Netflix, and we're going to get to that fucker in a minute. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's right. We pay for a lot of shit. And so I was, I was trying to think, well, what could we jettison? So we're going to have to talk about that in a future show. We tease it all the time about doing a show just or like another follow-up show breaking down the services whether it's worth it or not and all that yeah especially now you know inflation and all that business well inflation and because netflix oh yeah and the netflix stuff that's changed yeah because some doofus or doofy (laughs) (laughs) at netflix decided oh yeah we're gonna raise prices because we're still all that in a bag of chips and they were two years ago when we were all forced to stay at home because of the pandemic but now that everybody's coming back out of the pandemic and going to movies again and regaining their lives they raised the prices not too terribly long ago and their stock tanks by 35 percent so what do they do they announced that they're going to incorporate commercials into their shit. Yeah, that's such bullshit. It is bullshit for the amount that we pay for it. Yeah, now, yeah. So I so I asked so I asked Laura I said, "Would you be okay with that?" She said, "Yeah, sure, who gives a shit?" So what I'm hoping they do is they still allow the 4K version, which is what I pay for. Which, you know, and and they said that they're also going to try to stem the tide of password sharing and all that other sort of crap. But what I want is a separate tier that allows you to pay for commercial free, almost like Hulu did when it came out. Yeah, a lot of them, there's a tier where you could pay and not have to sit through commercials. Pretty much everything has that. Well, Hulu had that, and now... I've they got, still do, don't they? I don't know. I feel I pay, like they I get still commercials. do. I get oh. commercials for my seven bucks a month or whatever. The Even though you've is. got the Disney Plus whole big thing? Ah, but I signed up for Disney Plus by itself to take advantage of a three-year lock-in price that was not part of a bundle at the I, time. I thought you did the whole bundle thing when you found out it was a thing. I keep forgetting. Okay. <laughs> I keep forgetting, which is exactly what they depend on, people. I Don't see. listen to the man. But anyway. So how do you feel about commercials on Netflix? I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. For the amount I of agree. money I'm paying, that's bullshit. And it's not even just the amount of money we pay for it. It's for the mediocrity that it, pull, that it puts out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Apple TV Plus literally put out the best picture of last year according to the yeah. Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences and, and that's one of the the lower you know the lower subscribed to service compared yeah. to Netflix and honestly the quality of what they've got is really damn good 
Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is certainly a prestige sort of brand. Well, not not just the brand. I'm talking about the quality of the the content. That's is, that's what yeah. I meant, right? Oh, okay. it, it's it's up there. It's it's higher brow yeah. stuff. It's yeah. better quality stuff. Gotcha. As opposed to Netflix, which is the you know you know action movie of the week. And I'm not saying that that's bad. What I'm saying is that it's okay. But for $24 a month or whatever the fuck it is now, and you're going to add commercials to my shit, and you're, you're asking a lot. Use your algorithm to attempt to serve up the things that I like so that I can't find anything different. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. Yes, because once you get caught in an algorithm... You're stuck there. It's it's almost like, okay, you're in this neighborhood driving around and you're never, ever going to leave this neighborhood. Yes. I am in the Korean drama neighborhood on my profile on Netflix. Right. And I'm in the sci-fi horror action movie neighborhood. I had to create another profile right, just right. in order to see what is actually new. Mm-hmm. Dwight's profile is a mixture of a mixture of Korean stuff, a mixture of some Spanish speaking stuff, and then action shit. But I also, even above all of that, like slamming us into silos for what it thinks we want, mm-hmm. algorithm wise. Just please, if I hover over anything for five seconds, please don't automatically start playing shit. For fuck's sake, yes. Uh, At that, least give me oh the option. God. Give me the option to stop that. Yeah. Now, if I can purposely go and click on a start trailer thing, fine. Yeah. Or because I always have the option to click on something it, that looks interesting, and it and in the little column it says play trailer. Right. Even though it starts playing the trailer anyway. Or even the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. Then there's that. That's there's fucking no annoying. If there's no right. trailer, it starts it up. Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Netflix, I, you know, I'm kind of glad you got your, your hands slapped a little bit because you need to you need to slow your roll there. Yeah. And either drop prices if you're going to give commercials in your, in your shit. Mm-hmm. Give us the option of commercial free or commercials and just accept the fact that we live in a password sharing kind of world because that's how tech works really yeah and make better shit yeah fund better shit fund less shit to make better shit something else too that 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 bothered me not one week after we you know brought this up Ezra Miller Got arrested again. Yeah. And I'm going to try to use uh, the correct pronouns, too. They were in Hawaii mm-hmm. on the big island, which is my favorite. So he's fucking, or so they're fucking up my, my favorite <laughs> island. And, and then he's throwing, or they're throwing a chair at someone's head. And, they, and, and, and this woman gets hit in the chair. Gets wow. hit in the head with a chair. Wow. Two weeks after after they were arrested before. Shit. 
And the reason I bring this up is because Warner Brothers says, oh, no, we're still on track to release The Flash next year. Everything is great. Meanwhile, they're probably all like, fuck me. I wish they would just stop and just go away for a while. And Because if they, if, if they replace them, they'd have to reshoot the whole movie. Mm-hmm. How do you have The Flash... Without the flash. Well, you would yeah. just have the pan. <laughs> How many times has Ezra Miller been arrested? I think this makes three. He was arrested two times while in Hawaii. And then there was a time he was caught on tape or they were caught on tape outside a club. And I'm sorry, I keep I, I keep going back and forth because I just learned that he's queer, so I'm trying to use the proper pronoun. Because there's the whole thing of Johnny Depp and him getting uh, kicked off of the Harry Potter latest thing yep. and replaced, yet yep. Ezra Miller hasn't been kicked off, where I'm like, okay, so when, how many times has Ezra Miller been in trouble? For a lesser tier celebrity. Yeah. And again, no shade toward Ezra Miller. Yeah. But Ezra Miller's name does not open a movie. No, definitely not. Johnny Depp at least used to be able to open a movie with his name. Mm-hmm. Even though Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is a piece of shit, but whatever. <laughs> Okay, so in uh, 2011, uh, while shooting Perks of Being a Wallflower, they were in a vehicle that was pulled over in Pittsburgh for a broken brake light, and the police discovered 20 grams of marijuana in their possession. So, Ezra Miller was charged with drug possession, but that charge was later dropped by a judge. Instead, it was a penalty of 600 bucks for two citations of disorderly conduct. In 2020, a video surfaced, which has since been deleted in this. It, was, it surfaced in a tweet that has since been deleted that appeared to show Ezra Miller choking a woman and throwing her to the ground. The video was confirmed by Variety to have taken place at a bar in Reykjavik. And a bar employee identified the person in the video as Miller, who was escorted off the premises by staff. And now in 2022, this Hawaii stuff. And March, and then again in April. March 28th, and then April, 29, or April 19th. So, there's been, this makes four incidents involving issues. But no one in these stories, and I find this very interesting, is talking about how much Ezra Miller might need help. Mm -hmm. Because to me, and maybe that's why he's being a little bit, or they're being a little bit more forgiven for stuff. Because what's not being said is that they might actually have either an addiction problem or, or some type of mental health issue. And so, again, well, 
I have to separate the behavior from the person. I think it's shitty that they're going around being shitty. Yeah. But if there is a genuine reason for it, like depression or or an addiction to something, I hope they get help. I really yeah. do. Ezra Miller is young yeah. and can torpedo their career quickly. Mm-hmm. And if the Flash movie is at least as good as Aquaman was and the first Wonder Woman as as a story in the in the Warner Brothers universe, they could be torpedoing future shit. Yeah. Yeah, could be. You know, and Warner Brothers is almost banking on us kind of forgetting <clears throat> about Ezra Miller for a while. I just want Ezra Miller to get help if they need it. But please stop acting shitty and hurting other people while you're doing it. Choking somebody, throwing a chair, not cool. So here's my question, though, and it goes back to what we were talking about last episode. Hollywood, all of the shine, all of the magic is is kind of wearing away in certain places, almost as if you have something that used to be completely gold-plated, and now in certain spots that gold plating is rubbed off and you can see the copper underneath. Are you going to stop watching Johnny Depp movies? Are you going to stop? Are you not going to go see The Flash? You know, what is... And the, the whole Will Smith thing has yet to resolve itself... Just it, And I take it all as a whole. I'm not singling out these people. I'm talking about all of these people as a whole. Because mm-hmm. I've, already, I've already said fuck you to, to Mel Gibson. Yeah. And there are certain people that, you know, I, I don't care to watch their shit again. You know, like Kevin Spacey and, you know, all that. But are you going to, are you going to cancel them? meaning Johnny Depp and all of this. Are you asking me or I'm a, I'm asking you and yes, oh, I will okay. ask our our audience well, of all 23 of you. I, Flash, I expect 23 I, responses. I'm already you. over comic book movies. I really am. Like I even oh. tried to sit through The Batman uh oh. but The Flash as a movie does not interest me at all. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with the, regardless of who would be playing the Flash. I'm like, I'm over that shit. I, I don't need another fucking comic book movie. And I'm I'm very interested in watching it because I think it will finally do what Warner Brothers needed to do or at least begin that process of healing itself in its own cinematic universe. That being said... You know, Ezra Miller, I truly hope you get help. You seem like you need it, bro, or yeah. or them. I, I don't know what you like to be called amongst your friends, but right now we're speaking very friendly-like. <laughs> Ezra Miller, you seem like you need help. Go get it. Any whoosie. I would like to know what our listeners think. Please hit us up on the social medias at symbol the pirate at symbol pirate Alice at symbol Bill I Larson at symbol the watchlist pod or click on the contact us button when you go to the watchlistpod.com. Ongoing issues, man. Mm-hmm. 
that make me throw my hands up at Hollywood and go, do I need to stop thinking about the magic of Hollywood? I don't want to. I think of Hollywood as a very magical place, almost like the last topic I want to bring up today, which is Disney World in Florida. Um, it just seems like all of this magic is wearing away and you're seeing this reality and you're not, you're not drunk anymore walking down Bourbon Street. You're seeing what it looks like actually on Monday morning when, when people are hosing down all the puke in the streets and, and people are getting deliveries and it smells like fish, rotten eggs, and piss. Wrigleyville, the day after a game. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> terrible. Although nothing really beats Bourbon Street. Oh, my God. It's oh, I'm a, sure, yeah. It's a cesspool. But uh, any hoosie. Um so, Ron DeFuckface, I'm sorry, oh, God, Ron DeSantis, yeah, has legally removed the special status of Disney in Florida to self-govern because Disney dared to tell him to go fuck himself over the, the don't say gay bill. Oh, my God. That is going to shoot him in the ass. It is. I want it to. And I don't know how it's... Well, first of all, it's going to because it's going to affect all of the taxpayers down there. Yeah, every every person in Florida is now going to have to pay for services to Disney World. Yep. And and they they mentioned two counties very specifically that are really going to bear the brunt of now providing water, utilities, fire service, police service, all of that to Disney World. Emergency services, all that taxpayer stuff that Disney was taking care of on its own because it was its own entity to itself. Now it's been absorbed into the state of Florida and everything that taxpayers pay for. Yep. Now... That being said, there was a brief time where I was like, okay, do I go to Disney World or go I do I go to Disneyland? Disneyland. And I and I and well, yes, the answer for me is Disneyland. Mm-hmm. One because it's in California, a seemingly sensible state. Every state is fucked up somehow. Oh jeez, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that it is not. However, it's not run by Ron DeFuckface. Uh-huh. And who seems to get pissed off and then rattle his saber and say, well, I'm going to remove math textbooks, even though I can't tell you which math textbooks they are. They're oh, they bad recently, and they teach people. Re- they recently released some photos of pages in these bad math books. Although they haven't said which specific books no, those are from. Which, did, no, they haven't said which they were from, I don't think. No. So even putting that aside, I was willing to go to Florida because if I stayed on the Disney property, I was on an island unto myself. I was putting money only into Disney's pocket at that point. Mm-hmm. So not staying off the property, I was only doing Disney, so it just happened to be in the state of Florida. So as long as I didn't go off property, I wasn't putting money into Florida's economy. As of next year, 2023, that will no longer be the case. My fat, happy, 
biracial ass is going to Disneyland in California now. Not just because we have family out there. But, you know, if I'm going to go to someplace that actually has the same kind of amenities that Disney World does, and I don't have to worry about funding anything that I don't necessarily want to be funding... I'm taking my money elsewhere, and I think you're exactly right. I think that is going to come back and bite him in the ass because taxpayers are going to go, whoa, wait a minute. Why am I paying $3,000 more a year? Well, and how much tourist money will they lose based on people like us? I hope they, well, I would like them to lose a substantial enough to make them go, wow, damn, we just shot ourselves in the foot. Mm Mm-hmm. But are most people reading what we're reading? And oh, this has been all over the local news. Like well, here I know in Chicago it has even. Yeah. But reading what we're reading and deciding, oh, yeah, maybe I don't want to support them with my money. Or just not giving a shit and going anyway because it's Disney World and their kids want to go. Yeah, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what kind of of numbers they would need to take a hit on for it to be a true hit. You know, that's true. Yeah. So. Hmm. Oh well. Oh well. So we we requiem for special status for Disney, but any Disney World. Disney World. Yeah. Right. 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 Disney World. Which is not our parent company in any way. Yeah. I've watched Although too much would... ABC News <laughs> where they keep saying that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is owned, yes, and we are owned and operated by Disney, uh, yes, Walt Disney and Incorporated. Disney is our parent company. Yeah. yeah. So when we report on anything, we have to say. Yeah, so report on anything. I would love related, to fucking have to say that. that. <laughs> I would love to be absorbed under that umbrella. <laughs> Hi, I'm your boss. Perfect. Where's my money, Mickey? <laughs> it's right here. Here's your million dollars. Yeah, sure. Mickey's going to give us that. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Anyway. Any hoosie. All right. Let's get to why our 23 listeners are here. I got three things to review this week. I do as well. And I've got two things I just want to mention for anybody who hasn't realized yet because maybe their Netflix has them in a tunnel of only Star Trek all the time or Korean dramas like me. Russian Doll Season 2 is out. If you didn't know that. I read that. I also read a review that it, and I read a review of this from the Hollywood Report. Was it the Hollywood? No, it was from CNN. And they reviewed season two of Russian Doll and season two of The Flight Attendant in the same article. That's correct. Yes. And said that both of them are prime examples of why limited series should only be one season. I've only seen the first episode of Russian Doll so far, and I actually liked it. I liked the season two where it's like the premise of it. I thought, oh, this could be really interesting. Let's see where it goes. And the first episode gripped me enough to keep watching it. Hmm. But then Dwight went to sleep, so and he was the one who said, let's watch Russian Doll, because he's tired of all my Korean dramas. And I'm like, no. all right, fine. We'll watch Russian Doll. That's fine. And then he went up to bed, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep watching so we can watch this together. Oh, that's Which is so why I only watched the one episode instead of continuing on. 
Okay. The other show that now has a season two that's out is Better Call Saul. I have hey. I have them recorded. I haven't watched it yet. You have them recorded? How yes. much tape did you buy at the local it's Walgreens? It's the DVR. It's the DVR through my Dish Network, dude. There's no tape involved. It's all in this Work with cloud. me with the joke. I'm for not going to work with loud. that joke because. Why know, not? There's other ways to record things. Oh, my God. Just play. Like, like absorb the bit, okay? Hmm. It was just a. Uh, hmm. Whatever. I think our 23 listeners prefer us bickering. Well, <laughs> you know what? I was just trying to be jovial. Anyway. Making a VHS tape joke, <laughs> and then I got to eat shit for it. Great. Uh, you're old. So are you. <laughs> Come on. Jesus. Isn't that the whole premise of our shit? Two old people review shit? I guess, yeah. I guess. I should I mean, hashtag that in our stuff. Cause old people review. Hashtag old, old people, people review, review shit? Yeah. Oh, we could get a thousand listeners that way, too. I doubt that very much. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to try it. Hey, give it a shot. I'll go first. All right. So I'll start. So we always do this. You know, we get in front of the gajillion services that we have, and we go, what the fuck are we going to watch tonight? And we look at each other and say the same thing almost at the same time. Oh, no. So we were on Netflix, and we just happened to be like, all right, there's a Samuel Jackson movie, Samuel L. Jackson movie that popped up in the queue, and it's called Cleaner. And, you know, you hover over something for two seconds, and it starts playing a clip from it. Mm -hmm. And we were like, all right, that's enough. Let's just play it. Fuck it. It was pretty good. Wow. So Samuel L. Jackson plays a retired police officer who now works as a crime scene cleanup person to support his daughter, who's played by Kiki Palmer, and who is great in this movie. So Kiki Palmer is, a, is one of the hosts on uh, the third hour of Good Morning America now. She's an actress, a producer, and all this, but she made this movie when she was 14 because it actually came out in 2007, this movie. Oh, wow. Okay. And this cop, Samuel L. Jackson's life, is thrown into turmoil when a woman, played by Eva Mendez, contacts him in the wake of a routine job. And when she reveals that her husband has disappeared, the wackiness ensues from there because he just happens to be the one who sterilized the crime scene. I think I paused on that movie and it played some shit because that sounds very familiar to me. It was really good. And and I'll tell you, you know, if you see the cast list... And and movies need to stop doing this. If you see the cast list, you can tell what's going to happen. That's all I will say. However, it is rare to see a Samuel L. Jackson movie where he is a very subdued Samuel L. Jackson. That's true. You know, where he's not, I don't know what, you know, get these snakes off my plane. You know, (laughs) It is very easy for Pacino to be Pacino or De Niro to be De Niro or Nicholson to be Nicholson and all that. So Samuel L. Jackson can fall into that, and he was not in this movie. 
And there is a scene with him and Kiki Palmer because she plays his daughter about what's going on. And, and uh, it was very jarring and very moving, actually. So I highly recommend the movie The Cleaner on Netflix. Mm. If you're in the mood for something that's 15 years old, you're not going to be disappointed. All right. Well, all of my things apparently are from Netflix, which I find interesting after our opening conversation. Yeah. So the first thing I have is a movie. It's, it's brand new. It's directed by Judd Apatow, and it's called The Bubble. Oh. This... Okay. uh incorporates our whole covid world in that this there's this film that has been going ongoing for god it's like a series of films cliff beasts it's a series of cliff beasts movies and they've they've because the the covid has happened everything's been shut down movies aren't getting made and these studios need to make their monies and they decide, all right, this is going to be one of the first major film productions to begin shooting amidst the whole COVID pandemic. So they all arrive at this British hotel, and this is going to be their COVID bubble. They're all going to be in their bubble, and nobody's going to leave this bubble while we film this movie, our 8 millionth Cliff Beasts movie. And... The wackiness absolutely ensues from here. The whole thing is fucking nuts. And you're, what am I looking at? What what the fuck am I looking at? It's got Karen Gillian in it and Pedro Pascal, Leslie Mann, Fred Armisen, David Duchovny, Keegan-Michael Key is in this, Kate McKinnon David is in David Duchovny? It. David Duchovny is in this. It's a new David Duchovny shit? It's a no new way. thing with David Duchovny. And... It, it just, it also has Iris Apatow in it as the brand new youngest member of the Cliff Beast team that wasn't in any other Cliff Beast movie, but she's a TikTok superstar. So, what they the fuck her is a Cliff Beast movie? That's the first oh, time Cliff I've ever Beast, heard that. Because it's this faked series of movies within this movie world. Uh, that this uh, world is made in this movie. So they're, I thought they're, I missed something else. No, no. They're wise. making Cliff Beast 6 in this movie. Ah, uh, got it. Okay. Because it's, it's a comical series of movies. And it's just... It's ridiculous, but it's hysterical, but it's stupid at the same time. Like, okay. for most of the movie, I was like, this is so dumb, but it's kind of funny, but it's so dumb. Wait, what's it called again? <laughs> it's called The Bubble. Okay. And it's brand new. It's brand new from 2022. It was released April 1st on Netflix. It's been on my list for a few shows now. <laughs> so, but I kept getting pushed down to talk about other things. Well, and, and the next thing I have is also from Netflix as mm-hmm. well. So I may need to revisit this whole, all right, they make mediocre shit. Well, it could, I think. Is, is it possible that Netflix is where you go when you just want something? And you figured you could find yeah. something tolerable there? Yeah. You know what? That's that's a good way of putting it. It's almost the multiplex. It's the 24plex of streaming channels. I, I you can always like, find something there. Yeah, I feel like it's those extra cable channels you get. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like the basic cable channels where you're going to find something on one of them. Yeah. Which Netflix is that. So you've got your your key channels like your Disney Plus that's your go-to for cuz you know what shows you like on there and HBO Max cuz I know what shows I like on there and Apple TV Plus I know what shows I'm watching on there and then there's Netflix for that other stuff. Yeah. That that when yeah. I'm not when all of my shows I'm waiting till the next episode well I go to Netflix and see what I might find there. Yeah. And, you know, Korean drama world. I'll find one. Huh. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Well, the next thing I have, and I don't know if you've seen this movie, it's called In the Shadow of the Moon. That is on my list, and I was holding it off on it for this week to talk about other things. So now I can talk about it. Now we can talk about it. Oh, no, wait. So. Is the, is, no, hang on. I take all of that back. That is not what oh, it was called. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, oh, listeners. So in the shadow of the moon, what is that about? Why, Patty? I will tell you. Um, it's a fuck. It is from 2019, and uh, so I was also in kind of not old movie world, but you know, just like older fair kind of world. Mm-hmm. And and Michael C. Hall is in it, although he is completely wasted in this movie. Bokeem Woodbine is in this movie. But the main star of this movie, and I'm trying to find the guy's name. You know, you're going to describe this going to be like, wait a minute. I think I saw this. <laughs> well, you, you probably did. Uh, there it is. Boyd Holbrook. And Boyd Holbrook was in The Suicide Squad. That's probably where a lot of people will know him. Okay. And because uh, in... No, he was in Logan. Sorry. He was in Logan. He was in The Predator. That's mm. what he was in. He was in The Predator. And apparently he is in the untitled fifth Indiana Jones film, according to Wikipedia. Hmm. Well, anyway, he plays a cop who wants to be a detective. And he begins tracking a serial killer who resurfaces every nine years. But even though he thinks he's killed the serial killer, she keeps coming back every nine years. I have seen this. Ah, you tease the audience, and then you're like, no, no, forget it. And then you're like, I did see this. <sighs> well, anyway, it's a, sci- it's a trippy kind of sci-fi movie. It is a trippy sci-fi movie. But it's also one with a very political bent to it. And, and a very liberal political bent to it. And a, well, not very liberal, but you could tell it was done in the wake of the 2016 presidential election mm-hmm. because the world has gone to shit. The beginning of this movie starts out with the world basically blowing up. The city, the city has gone to shit, blah, blah, blah. City of Philadelphia, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um, 
the first thing you notice is the flag is different. This flag is different. And why is this different? Well, it turns out that an event that we don't know about yet sometime in the future is set off by a chain of events that happens in the past. So the time traveler person is trying to unravel it all. It's pretty good. I thoroughly like this movie. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. But then it's relatively forgettable shortly after, seeing as how I forgot that I saw it when you said the name of it. <laughs> and totally. And and we're like, what did we watch this week? Um. <laughs> yeah. And once <laughs> I had again, to go and look it up. Yeah. Once again, I have my notebook writing things down because I forget what I watched, which this one I have never written in this book. I know for a fact because, yeah, I... I when you started talking about it, I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe I do know this movie. Yeah. And even look, seeing the poster art for it, yeah, I don't recognize that. I had to read, oh, yeah. the, I had to read the plot line here. Go, oh, yeah. Michael yeah. C. Hall is in that? I totally forgot he was in that. Well, and Michael C. Hall is wasted. It, he could yeah, have been any yeah, actor. Yeah. You know, I, I dislike stunt casting like that. But, but any whoosie. If you're looking for something kind of, not mind-trippy, but, but a, a decent twist on a detective story, In the Shadow of the Moon, give it a shot. Yeah, give that a shot. Just it's, don't it's pull bad. on the plot holes too much. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, yeah. Because I started doing disbelief. that. Suspension yeah, of disbelief. Yeah, suspension of disbelief. Because I started going down that rabbit hole of asking questions after the movie, and Laura was getting pissed off at me. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Larson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, In the Shadow of the Moon on Netflix. All right. The next thing is a three-episode docu-series called Conversations with a Killer, the John Wayne Gacy Tapes. <gasps> oh, I wanted to watch that. How is that? It's pretty good. I haven't seen all of it yet. I've only watched like one and a half episodes so far. But John mm. Berlinger, he helmed the Cecil Hotel or Cecil Hotel. How do you pronounce that? Mm -hmm. The Cecil Hotel. Cecil Hotel and the Times Square Killer. He he did both of those for, for Netflix. And now he's found this treasure trove of archival materials and audio tapes and videotapes oh, for the John Wayne Gacy stuff. He interviews uh, the family of victims, the, some of the police officers on the case, and they, he intersperses that with this never-before-heard never audio of John Wayne Gacy talking about shit. And... Oof, man. Oh, man. And, I, yeah. and you and I were in Chicago or Chicago land or near that part when all of that was really going down. What was it, 1979? Uh, he killed at least 33 people throughout the 70s. Yeah. Well, growing up in Chicago and hearing about John Wayne Gacy, that, I mean, that was some chilling shit. So I have no idea... If and right now I live in Jersey, so I don't know. It probably made national news, but wasn't the well, he's a serial killer, and they usually do make national news. So I guess. I'm gonna say, yeah, but I want now, I now I really want to see it more because that Cecil Hotel 
docuseries, oh my God, was that absorbing. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, the I had gone to, gosh, years ago, I went to uh, HorrorCon, which is a horror convention in uh, here in Chicago. And it's one of the panels, and it's, it's for, like, writers and people who love horror fiction, like, to read it and stuff. Mm. And one of the panels was the actual prosecuting attorney and a cop and the detective on the case talking about the whole Gacy thing and the investigation and how they oh caught God. him. It was so cool and interesting to listen to. For, especially for somebody who wants to be a writer, to hear the procedure of step-by-step step how they figured it all out and where the big break was. And a lot of and a lot of the, the series is in doing some of the same stuff as what they did. It's really cool. I, I would... I, wow. Wait. That was at a horror convention? Yeah. The World that Horror Convention. That would freak me the fuck out. It was at out. the World Horror Convention... Uh, they had this panel. You could choose to go to it or not. Uh, Gwen and I both said, yeah, let's go to that. Yeah, I'm course, going to that. you guys are twisted. <laughs> we are. We're totally fuck. fucking twisted. I would have gone, gone, gotten a hot dog and gone to the Friday the 13th panel. There might have been one of those, yeah. But what I found really interesting at that panel is how they describe, so when he dresses as the clown, how yeah. his clown makeup is totally different than most clown makeup based on the psychology by of his state of mind. When you look at a clown, the happier, less terrifying clowns have rounded corners on their, you know, their eyes, their mouth. But John Wayne Gacy's clown character has triangles, the sharp edges as the eye makeup, and then his smile is like twisted, fuck, pointy as well. And really? Yeah. That was one of the things they're talking about with the clown makeup, and I was like, "Why?" And I'm not oh, saying it's not it was interesting. So interesting! It was so cool when they were talking. But about if that, I'm going to like, a wow. con, but if I'm going to a convention, a horror convention, I'm expecting all entertainment. Well, this isn't necessarily the this, the World Horror Convention was more for writers than it was for, um, it, like it was very much about writing horror. And for the horror writers. These panels were meant for the writers and not the fans of horror. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Well. And that's why I attended it. And then there still, was also like a, a writing workshop that I went to as well. And I got to meet Neil Gaiman. And my phone. Did you really? Yeah. And when I first had that, that very first cell phone I ever had, that never rang because nobody ever called me. As soon as Neil Gaiman gets up to start talking, my phone starts ringing. It was, oh my god, yeah. And um, and he and he, oh, it was somebody from Iltis from work. They couldn't figure out a password for something. (laughs) And I'm like, how do I turn this? I couldn't even figure out how to turn the damn thing off. And he's like, and of course he mocks me, the person whose phone has never rung in the entire time I owned it. I'm like, nice. oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Nice. Yeah. You were that person. I was. Yes. With the ringtone, it was a Beastie Boys song. Girls, do, 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 do. Girls, do, do, do. Yeah. Because that was easy to program into the phone. Yeah. 
So, would you recommend the John Wayne? Oh, games if you season? are into that kind of shit, the the crime docu series and stuff that Netflix has, absolutely. It's only three mm. episodes, so yeah, totes my goats. And if you want to know more about John Wayne Gacy and how he <sighs> he murdered thirty three people and buried them in his under his house and in his and yard and under the driveway patio and all that, yeah. By all means, yes. John Wayne Gacy tapes on uh, Netflix. So the last thing that I have, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling that you and I are going to vehemently disagree about this, the Batman. Ah. So thank you. Okay, so last year, Warner Brothers, because they recognized that the pandemic was the pandemic, gave their entire slate of films away on HBO Max, day and date with them being released in theaters, which I thought was amazing because it saved me from paying money to see the piece of shit that was The Matrix, like The Matrix 4. So right? thank God. And, yes. and Reminiscence was, was another oh, that piece was, of shit. Uh, yeah, gross. And then the and then there was that, that crime thriller with, um, oh, who the fuck was in it? Was it Denzel who was in it? Yeah, I think it was Denzel who was in it. And Rami Malek. It was at the beginning of the year. It was one of their first oh, things. Oh, gosh. I don't know that I actually saw that. Good. Stay the fuck away from it. You don't okay, need to. It's fine. All right. But any So now they've gone to a 45-day release window. Mm-hmm. And this is the week that The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson as the caped crusader, mm-hmm. uh debuted on HBO Max and I will tell you what oh my god is it good I I was riveted immediately if that movie doesn't get nominated for best picture I would be very surprised and I think it is going to be nominated in other categories like cinematography set design costume design and i would trade even all of those if michael giacchino who did the score for star trek and a few other things who did the score for this movie i would trade all of those oscars if he could finally get an oscar for this that score was incredible anyway the batman is a takes place two years after Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne becomes the Batman. So he's still very young. The wounds of his parents, which never really do go away if you know Batman lore, but they're still so extremely fresh. And some murders start happening, and there are letters addressed to him at the crime scenes. And... uh, I, I just can't stop raving about this movie. Colin Farrell is completely unrecognizable in this movie. And he does a great job, as does Andy Serkis as Alfred, who does a great job. Zoe Kravitz, who plays Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. I just loved it. If you are, if you really want to see a, and and I love DC because they are always dark in their superhero stuff. Even Superman and all that other sort of crap has a dark edge to it. It's not as dark as the Joker was a couple of years ago, but it's there, man, and I I loved it. 
Loved it, loved it, loved it. It's three hours long, so if you're not in it, at least know that you can take a break every hour and go pee or something or go <laughs> make yourself a burrito or some shit. Anyway, anyway, that's my review of the Batman. Cool. What did you think? I was bored out of my mind, and it was just on his <laughs> background noise, and I'm like, I'm over this. I'm so over this car- this comic book shit. I just don't give a fuck. I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> Now, do you not give a shit because of all the Marvel content? I just, I'm tired of all comic book stuff in general. Mm. It could be the Marvel that has overloaded me, yes. Mm. Um, there was one piece um, that I, one little bit in there, I don't know where they were or whatever, but there's a guy who's got bombs or something attached to him and they called him uh, Colton. And I thought, wait, isn't that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. guy, Colton? But I I couldn't see his face well enough. Uh. And it wasn't the actor, because I looked it up later like, wait, I I thought it was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the Colton character. It's totally different guy, same last name. Totally, like, different actually, first it's... different first names of that character, and then different actor <laughs> on top of it. It was just the name that I was like, wait a minute, Agent Colton? Now, now, before Coulson. David starts losing his shit and tries yeah. to call into our show, which no, we haven't even set up for calls. Yeah. Hi, David. Shout out to David. You're talking about Agent Coulson. That's what he said, Coulson. I, I thought I heard them by say Coulson. Yes, I know they're different people. I know they are. I'm just, but that's what uh, caught me. I had to look it up. That's what caught me. I'm like, what? That was the only time it really sucked me in. Like, wait, what? Is that? That's not. That doesn't look like that guy. Maybe it is that guy. I don't know. Yeah. And it was the I'm only thing of the whole question. entire movie that even made me question anything. And I'm going to ask you this question, not being facetious, not being condescending. I'm just asking you this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Batman is Which DC. is why I was so confused. Do you, as a moviegoer, not give a shit that those universes are very separate, never will meet, blah, blah, blah? And that's why it's kind of confusing. You just don't give a shit. Or, you know, you because you lump all of these in. You're just tired of all that fare. I'm just wondering, is that I why know you they're separate worlds the and they're separately owned completely. So they will never meet. And that's why when I heard what I, I thought I heard Colson and I thought, what? And he didn't even seem like he was like a bigwig kind of guy at all. He was like a regular weird guy. I'm like, huh? Do I have my universes confused? And that's when I went to Google to be like, what? And I'm like, oh, oh it's not even the same. Uh, what? Okay. Oh, well, that explains why it's not the same. Like why he was totally a different weird per Like he wasn't colson because I was. When did you give up on it? Uh, I sat through the entire. Did I? I feel like I sat through the entire thing, but that was the one thing that, like, caught me, and it was because I was confused. And after that, I was like, I don't really give a. F- I don't care what's happening here. I don't care. Hmm. It became background noise. And I was like, whatever. Whatever. We disagree. Well, yeah, I, I'm because I am tired of all this comic book stuff. I'm just tired of it. I don't need more Batman movies. I don't need more 
I don't need more Captain Marvel movies. I don't need more of any of this shit. I, I so what I want is I I want the DC universe, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, all that. And yes, Ezra Miller, The Flash. I want them all to have a cohesive universe like Marvel has set up. Mm-hmm. At least you know, at least you know, the Marvel universe is very carefully constructed with a couple of things here and there that may be hiccups. At least you know it is a carefully constructed universe with a history, with a present, and a future all tied in together so that it doesn't conflict mostly with itself. The DC universe tried to jump the shark and do everything way too soon and blah, 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 and that's why it's all disjointed and it's been that way for years. Even though they were the first ones who really successfully did superhero movies. Mm -hmm. In 1978 with Superman, 1989 with the Michael Keaton Batman. Any hoosie. The second thing I want is, well... Watching Moon Knight, which I think is a very good show. I think Oscar Isaac is doing an amazing job in that show. We both looked at each other and said, what the fuck just happened in that episode? It was kind of confusing. It lost us for a little bit. The first one? No. Uh, no. One? Episodes one and two were great. We're on episode four now. Okay, I I haven't gotten that deep. Um, It is... And, and then, of course, I go to New Rock Stars... Shout out to New Rock Stars, by the way. I don't know what that is. Because they do breakdown videos, them and Screen Crush. Actually, no, I went to Screen Crush. I'm sorry. And because in Screen Crush, he uses his little dog, and he talks to his dog doing all these (laughs) breakdown videos, which is really, really cute, to to explain to me what I just saw. And even after watching that video, I still didn't understand (laughs) a lot of it. It is probably a show that would that I would benefit from knowing the comic book, and I don't want it to be that. Mm-hmm. So my point, my second point is, I have to pay attention, and I only want to pay attention to what I am seeing on the screen. I don't, I don't want to know, I don't want to think that I have to know the comic book to know what I'm watching. Don't yeah, let me yeah. off the train. Mm-hmm. I'm on the train, but I feel like I have moved to the back car like fucking Snowpiercer and shit. So that's all I'm saying. I can still handle all of this because next we're going to get Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. The new trailer for Thor uh, Love and Thunder just dropped. So there's that. It's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're not a big comic book superhero fan... You're going to be like me, and you're going to be like, I'm done. I'm over it. I, I don't need any more comic movie stuff at all. I'm over it. Which but is I'm okay I'm with all of it. Well, that's because it. you're I, a comic fan. Ah, but you're I'm a, com- a comic a su- book movie fan. Yeah, you're, you're a superhero fan. Yes, I and am. And I'm not. I'm, I, they're great and all for a little bit, but I want something else now. Mm-hmm. But okay. I want something new and that I haven't seen before. And superheroes, comic book stuff, I've seen it, I'm done. I'm uh, Okay, great. So to sum up, Patty hates the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
unimpressed. And I love the Batman. All right. So watch it your own, you know, your own thing. So my last thing on Netflix is a new series. Uh, It premiered. It premiered yesterday on Netflix. It's a Japanese show that is dubbed into English, but you could also watch it in the original Japanese with subtitles. It's called He's Expecting. This takes place in essentially our world, but in our world, at some point, men were able to get pregnant. But it's a very quiet, in-the-background thing. People don't really talk about it much. It doesn't happen a lot. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's kind of a hush-hush thing. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a hush-hush thing. But this guy, he works at an ad agency, and they just landed a brand new client from some great presentation he had given about uh, people who are on the margins of society, you know, on the margins and not really paid attention to, like uh, people with amputees with you know with new limbs and the androgynous non-binary people, and uh, there were some other categories he had thrown in there. He said he gets sick and he has to run to the doctor and he misses some big thing at work because he his sickness. And when he gets to the doctor, the nurse and another lady come out and they hand him another form saying, uh, we need you to fill out this and then come with us. And he's like, but I already filled out all the medical stuff. Well, just fill out this and then follow me. And they go into the deep, dark recesses of the hospital. It's like the back corner of the basement, pretty much where he's laid down on a table and prepared for an ultrasound, but he still has no idea what's going on. He doesn't realize this is an ultrasound. We know this because we know the name of the show, and we've probably seen ultrasounds on other shows. And that's when he's told he's pregnant, and he's like, that's not possible. No. And he runs out. And he's been sick because he's got morning sickness. (laughs) And... He's got the hormones happening now, too, and his beard is growing in even thicker and faster, and he gets his 5 o'clock shadow at, like, 10 a.m., and and finally, and he's getting kicked down in the chain of command and, and at work, because he was, like, almost second banana, and now he's been pushed down to the guy who's moving boxes around, and he's hitting the... the arrow for the PowerPoint presentation for clients at the meetings now because he's no longer the head banana there and finally uh the the whole the clients are like this is not what you pitched to us in the beginning this is all like we've seen this before what where did that great new thought process go and then they see the guy in the back row which was the original presenter and they said what do you think and that's when he, he was going to get an abortion, which seems to be what most of the men in this world do because men aren't supposed to be having babies. And he starts thinking, they want something new? Well, what about a male pregnancy? People know it happens, but it's a very marginalized group of, me- of people. 
So he says he shows them his ultrasound and I'm having a baby and why not have a pregnant man on your ad campaign and bring awareness to that because that's what your rebranding is doing and blah, blah, blah. So he kind of becomes famous as the pregnant man and all the talk now around it, around male pregnancy and how it's not manly or the women are saying, you know, this is all basic shit we already know about pregnancy. Oh, but because a man's saying it now, everybody's listening. And you've got the women who don't feel like a female thinking men can get pregnant now and just all that stuff that would come with it if this was really a thing. It's really interesting. I'm not, I've only gotten like two or, I think it was on the fourth episode this evening before we started recording, watching this. It's fascinating. Is it a drama? It's a drama. It's definitely a drama. It's not all that comical really at all. Yeah, it's meant to be like a a look at society and our biases towards everything because it starts out where one of his co-workers has to leave this meeting early and it's like an after work meeting on top of it with the boss and they're talking about promotions and stuff he has to leave early because it's his he has to go watch his kid and now once he leaves the three of them are talking about being a parent and working and the one guy's like well he's the man he should be telling his woman what to do and and that that kind of talk is happening. And then we've got the mother of this man's child. She's at her parents' house, and her parents are digging at her because she's 35 and is living on her own in Tokyo, and why don't you come move out here and get a job out here and settle down? And her dad's like, you are just trying to... He's, like, totally pissing on her because she's living her life, and she's not married with kids yet. And when she tells him, well, I have a boyfriend in Tokyo and he's having a baby. Everybody's thinking that she's pregnant. She's like, no, I'm not the one who's pregnant. He is. And then dad just thinks that's a sin and terrible. Men should not be having babies. And she goes to her class reunion where everybody starts talking about the pregnant man and the ads. And it's just, it's such an interesting look at society and our biases and stuff. And hearing this talk, like, yeah, this is the way people would talk if if there was, like, suddenly men were able to have babies. I'm just thinking that's just one thing that I really wouldn't care about if a dude was having a baby. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's so much more important stuff. And, and I'm not saying that the sexist pigs of the world wouldn't and and on on both sides oh totally because i'm sure there are extremely conservative women out there who would say oh it's so you know we have our wifely duties or whatever yeah and and some men would be like all manly man and and there were women mentioning that in in the back in that one scene of how it's my job to be having the baby what do men know about having babies (laughs) and you're not str- his mother tells him you're not strong enough to be to having a baby. His own mother told him that, that. much is true. <laughs> men would men would fucking die if if yeah. we had to have children cuz we are I can't say the word, but <laughs> yeah. we are wussies. Yeah. Which it, we that are was absolutely interesting. Wusses. Yeah, when when she said that and 
Yeah, and I, I'm sure there are women who will feel who would be feeling like, well, in this relationship, uh, what do I do now? I don't get to have the experience of being pregnant and having a baby. You're the one who's got that now. Mm. And yeah, it, where the roles are reversed and can men and women both handle it when the roles are reversed? How many episodes is this? Um, it looks like there's eight episodes. And how long is each one? Half hour? Oh, 25 minutes. That's why I burned through a bunch of them. They're only ah. like half an hour-ish a piece, so I was at least on episode four. Nice. Yeah. All right. Called The Bubble? That was the first movie that I watched, yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's called He's Expecting. Like- God. <laughs> I just snorted. <laughs> you did snort. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called He's Expecting. It is on Netflix. All eight episodes are available. So, yeah, you could just sit there and, and blast through it if you really wanted to. All right. So, uh, folks, we, we, have, we have unpacked a lot As in this show. I don't even know what to ask people to chime in about. So, first of all, log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on the Contact Us button, or engage with us on social media. We love engagement. At symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol the Watchlist Pod. <sighs> we, we started the show with a whole bunch of news. Would you still pay for Netflix if it had commercials? What do you think of uh, uh, Ezra Miller and Johnny Depp and all these other stars going through the stuff they're going through these days? Would you... Did you pay for CNN Plus? Are you surprised that it went away? (laughs) I'm not. But anyhow, and then let us know... What you are watching. Did you watch any of this stuff? Did you watch the Batman? Did you like it? Were you bored out of your mind? I would really much like to know. Are you just tired of superhero shit? I just, honestly, with that, I I want to know. They started it with Loki. But I want more threads to where these new Marvel things are going. And I have a feeling we're going to find that out in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I suspect so. I have that feeling. Mm -hmm. Because they've had a lot of shit between the last thing and now, and I want to see where the glue is going to start coming in. But anyhow. Well, that's our show this week, then. Damn, we did a lot this week. Yeah, for just having six things. (laughs) We will be back next week reviewing more stuff so thank you all for listening i don't know i don't know whether to say be safe anymore or what but just be safe be careful out there and uh, watch some good stuff let us know about it yeah we'll talk to you guys soon okay Okay, bye. bye